before this episode because I'm going to give a great, big, fat shout-out to Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. And additionally, I want to just remind everybody that merch, yes, merch will be out sometime in summer 2022. And I'm excited for it, to be honest with you. It's going to have screen like pillows, blankets, and maybe potentially even shirts. It's going to be crazy. We're going to even have computer stickers. We're going to have stickers. We're going to have pillows. We're going to have cups. We're going to have mugs. We're going to have even paintings. We might even have dolls. (laughs) 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 Onto the episode. The Mariana Trench. The absolute deepest known part of the ocean. So far, it is the it is currently the deepest known crevice in the ocean at the very time of, uh, of telling you this story. It is terrifying. The darkness, the pressure, the creatures that are able to withstand the amount of, uh, the amount of intense pressure building deep, deep, deep down. But our team was going to make it first. There's been many tries to get down there. Many of the machines have blew up with massive water waves creating many tsunamis. But our team has been building for nearly 25 years. Since my dad was well, about 15. And now he's 50. Well, that's not really 26 years. But... <coughs> He's been working crazy. Everybody's been working around the clock. An additional maybe about 10 years because, you know, it's been kind of a mess of the COVID pandemic. He screamed. Because he couldn't get it. He could not get it. But he finally fixed it. This thing could withstand nearly one quantillion atmospheric pressure, which is absolutely crazy. And we're about to pressure down into the unknown. Into the unknown. This is where the journey starts. We're loading out in the ocean. It is about 10 a.m. Sun is shining bright. 87 degree weather out. Not a cloud in the sky. A little moisture ready for some storms. But it is today, not a cloud in the sky. And it's all just fresh. Blue, sunny, warm, and and a little bit of a breeze. It was a beautiful day out, and this is a perfect day to to, to descend. We were getting ready to descend. My friend told me some things. All right, dude, so get ready to have your ears popping when you reach that 1,000 mark because it's about to be blowing up. He made kind of no sense, which is kind of normal for him. I think he was an alcoholic, I'm not sure. but (laughs) The big machine, the big crane, lift our mini submarine that was able to withstand so much. And finally, we hopped in as it loaded us in. We were just touching the water slightly with the bottom of our ship. As as my friends were all getting their their crap together... And getting ready for one of the largest sins in humanity. There was a slight crowd. Not too much, though. 
we were landing over a little bit on the coast. So it was it was like maybe about five miles off the coast. There was a slight, there was a few people inside the boat just you know wanting to watch and take photos of this historic moment. And then the crane dropped. It dropped our ship straight into the water. We gave a final wave for some of the swimmers inside the water. Since it was a little bit of a sandbank a little bit there. You could kind of, you were able to swim there and touch the sand. It was actually quite about five meters. It was not there. It was quite shallow. But we were on a cliff type of thing. It was going to get start getting really dark in the ocean. It was around 12 p.m. when we finally started to descend. The first stuff we saw was kind of fish, crab, sand, a few scuba divers, and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But it was beginning to get much darker. About 45 minutes later, the final slims of sunlight were starting to end as it was beginning to look more like nighttime than daytime. As we begin to descend farther and man farther, it descended. It was descending very fastly, and our captain, Captain Captain John, was telling us, hey, everybody, we're going to be there in a about 15 hours if it's bad if the currents are good with us and they like us it'll only be about five hours that didn't make that much sense but 15 hours is quite long we packed a lot of food water water food maybe some some little cooking supplies and even a little uh breaker breaker generator electricity Phone chargers, uh, walkie-talkies, iPads, computers, uh, everything you could find was in there. Cards were finally getting delivered out. Besides that, anyways, back on the topic, we were beginning to descend really fast. It was about five hours in, and our captain told us that the rip currents were getting bad down there. The currents were going to start going in all directions. It was around... Maybe nine o'clock, maybe nine or five o'clock, and it was. Uh, we couldn't tell if it was dark or not, but we would imagine it's probably dark, or probably sunlight since the middle of summer. We were continuously going down. Our mapper that our friend showed us, our little red dot pointed far out, far down, as we're nearly at the halfway mark to the bottom of the Mariana Trench. There was just pure darkness. There was really nothing. We could see some rock on the side because we were kind of getting close to the little canal. <clears throat> no, but that was kind of it. We did see some weird fish. We saw the, the, the anglerfish a few times. It was actually quite crazy. Um, they're weird. But nothing could prepare us for what we just saw. Well, we saw a large fish. A fish that was bigger than all the others. We would imagine it's probably a shark, but why would sharks be swimming at this depth? The pressure began banging our ears. I forgot to mention, it was banging, banging, banging. My friends were telling me, dude, why is there so much pressure? We have a good, sturdy building. Our friend banged the button, and it kind of uh, diffused a lot of the pressure. It kind of knocked it out. But then it returned, because it could not be really worked out. Kind of a little bit of a reliever for like five seconds. 
with whom he finally were nearly 15 miles away. It was getting quiet. It was about, we were about 30 to 45 minutes away. Same distance from Aurora to Chicago. We then began to hear a loud, absolutely destructive heel out. We saw sand being flung up at our way. As we turned, a massive rip kind of current twisted around our machine, and we gained a bang into things. We smashed into a rock pillar, and then all of a sudden, the thing flipped upside down. Our captains were telling us to everybody bunker down as the entire machine flipped upside down, pointing down at the bottom, and sped up to nearly 1,000 miles per hour. This crap zoomed down, and we got there faster than we've ever thought, as it slammed straight into the seafloor of the Mariana Trench. Everything was quiet as we picked up our area. The captain switched around the, the machine, and we were back up. Besides our headlight, we could see nothing. Just sand and rock. Mostly hardened sand, clay, lots of seaweed. It was weird. Then we, um, we had our this plan. We are going to go take samples from the very bottom. It was like a different planet. We had these extremely strong astronomical types of things. These types of suits that would prepare us to go tear down the atmospheric pressure. We hopped out into an unknowingly different area. It was very dark. We could barely see anything. We couldn't see rock. We couldn't see animal. We couldn't see sunlight. We couldn't see sky. It was just emptiness. It was thing. There were a few caves down there, though, but they were very deep. Like, we're talking dropping off to the core of the earth type stuff. It was quite deep. So we kind of tried to avoid that. Rip currents were around us, but they were kind of above us. Because we were so deep, they didn't really happen. But but suddenly, my captain reported, Dude, are you guys seeing this? Like a moving thing over there. Dude, what? It's a thing? Yeah, dude, like there's a big moving thing. It's like the size. It's like, man, I don't know. What? It, it's there's a living creature. You're telling us that you're saying that normally there's a moving creep thing over there, and you're acting like it's a normal thing to say. What? Dude, it's just some sort of animal. I don't know what it is. An animal, brother. We are at the bottom of the Mariana Trench. Bro, it can't just be some animal. We have to check it out. Okay, dude. We, I began to approach up to it until it splanted back with the most powerful wave of sand and air ever. It blasted me, knocking me unconscious for a few seconds. As I was pulled back into some sort of rift current, I was twisted up and then slammed into the ocean floor in front of my peers. Dude, what the heck? The only thing I saw was nothingness. It was a black type creature. Until we heard the scream 
as the creature latched out and banged its head into the rock. We saw a large, white, scaly, paley type thing. It was very pale. And we're talking pale, pale, pale. This thing hasn't seen the sun in 15 days, 15 decades, maybe even centuries, maybe even eternities, maybe even quintillion years. This thing was white. We all screamed and ran back into the submarine. My dude was turning it on. The thing turned on very slowly, and we began to descend upward. But that was not it. The thing was now two as it jumped and latched down to the bottom and top of our creep thing. We were all screaming as the thing was twisting around like a whirly round. It was twisting as a, as a third one and a fourth and a fifth one. They all came in and they screamed and they slammed our machine right into a straight rock. It breaked it down. The whole pillar slammed down. When we thought it was all clear, the creatures came back through the rubble. Broke through the glass, even though we did not have our atmospheric pressure suits on. The water came rushing in, and so did the pressure. The pressure was absolutely unbearable. We all passed out. We woke up in a little something. We're not sure how, but it was... The thing was patched. The grass was patched and the whole machine was kind of flipped. We had our air bubble suits on and I'm not sure how, but we were there. The creatures were gone. We looked all around. Then my friend looked up and and screamed a blood-curdling scream. All 150 creatures were latched on top. As they all jumped down, they missed me, but they got on top of my friend. They got their long, slimy tongue, lapped it down into the throat, and pulled every single thing out of them and teared their body like Mortal Kombat. They blew it. The whole body blew straight up. Guts and blood were everywhere. Then a bunch of creatures latched onto our captain, and they all of us, and then the whole creature, then the whole thing we blew up. Our captain blew up. It was a blood curdling mess as they all ran out. I got my aqua suit on and was trying to figure out. I just saw half, actually my entire team besides me, dead. Blood and guts and organs were spread. Limbs and legs and arms and heads were all spread with eyeballs everywhere. I walked out and tried to figure out the damage for I could try to get out of this hellhole until the big submarine got pulled all the way into the darkness. Along with all the dead bodies, it was gone. I had to resort to the cave. I walked inside this undeathly cave and there was surprisingly some air air pockets. I covered so I put some rocks because our machines were able to push things. It pushed a rock in front and I tried to drain it. I drained it a little bit with a lot of energy off my machine. I kind of burned it. And after that, we I was kind of in like a dry cave. 
the pressure was still absolutely unbearing, but it was, we had our aquifers on. I did take it off to breathe really quickly, just to take a breath. I almost killed myself, and I put it back on. Until the creature banged on the dumb rock. Banged it and slammed the whole thing in. He grabbed me and chucked me all the way up. And I slammed up through the ocean surface and blew into the atmosphere. I slammed down like a meteorite. This thing slammed me so far up and I banged into the beach. I awoke in a hospital bed. My family looking around me, crying. Was I alive? I screamed, but they didn't hear it. They saw all they saw, my body. I looked at the mother. I was dead. My heart wasn't beating. I am currently writing this story. In helps for help. Whatever happened down there was not normal. And apparently I'm dead. But yet, I can make full body movements outer of my body. I'm writing a story for help to try to figure out what happened down there. And all I can imagine was my body did die down there. And this was a type of reincarnation. My spirit left. Did I mention I blacked out a few times? Yes. But my only theory is is that my body, the creatures, looked a lot worse. And ungodly destroyed my entire team. And I just got my spirit left. I can only imagine these things, but I would imagine something got left down there. And I would imagine right now that submarine is probably still down there. Thank you all for watching this episode. This episode wasn't as scary. It's kind of a sci-fi mystery. Thank you. And make sure to leave a review on Spotify if you're listening.